Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that takes you on a journey to fantasy lands where old movies get remade. We've wandered into a new month and decided it's time to explore the vast world of fantasy for our next theme. Yes, we have. So on today's episode, we have the lord of his domain, Hassa. Hello. And being the traveling bard that I wish I could be, I am Chris. That's right, traveling bard. You want to be a traveling bard? I do now. Okay. Our first fantasy-themed movie sees us to a medieval land filled with sorcery, swords, and a great beast to be fought, which probably describes every movie that we're going to do this month. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. (laughs) So make sure you stay out of its lair as we rewrite the fantasy classic, Dragon Slayer. Is it Dragon Slayer? It's Dragon Slayer. You already did. (laughs) Lair and Slayer are two different words. Yeah, I know they're two different words. And we're going to talk about this right now. It's not a dragon. It's a wyvern. It's not a dragon. Yeah, it doesn't have four legs. It only has two. So, not a dragon. It's a wyvern. It's a wyvern. So, I had never seen this movie before. Neither have I. Um, This is one of those movies that people credit as one of the best fantasy movies of all time. It's always on there as like great special effects with the go motion animation. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was referenced in Ready Player One as like one of those 80s type movies. I think the the dragon's name, which I'm going to attempt to pronounce as Vermithrax Pejorative. Pejorative. I think that was something that was referenced. Because that's more of the most known. Yeah. So, this is going to sound super weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Obviously, they're animals. But they're magical animals to me. Why doesn't this dragon talk? No, I agree with you. I know we're, we're probably going to do one of my favorite dragon movies in a couple weeks. Dragonheart? Dra- Dragonheart. Okay. Which talks oh yeah. it has the most intelligent dragon mm-hmm. next to like smog smog was not ruthless not intelligent no but he, he's <laughs> he got fooled pretty easily he gets fooled yeah. but he's he's intelligent enough that he speaks right yes so but maybe that's just a thing for me but i always assumed dragons talked like they, skyrim they all talk um th- smog mm-hmm. Dragonheart. i cannot remember the name of his dragon um uh, Draco. Yeah. And Dragon. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Um, like, I just don't, but like, he's such a menacing figure. I just kind of want him to taunt Galen. Well, I also want them to, because they, they talk about, um, Ul- Ulrich talks about how, yes, I know these scales and I know the, this tooth because he's getting old and, or, well, I guess it's mm. a she. Because it has kids. It has kids. But it's getting old, and when it gets old, it gets aggressive and gets, like, angry and all this. So it's also protecting its kids. Yeah. Right? So I want that, but I agree. I think it needs to talk. I think it needs to be more mm. of a character. Though I did not cast the dragon. I didn't cast it either, because it doesn't talk <laughs> yeah. for our, for watching this movie. But I will say this. Despite some of the animation, when it's walking through the cave... Oh, yeah. It looked amazing. When it was on the ground, yeah. it looked great. When it was flying, it looked terrible. No. But when it was like on the ground or like just rising up, uh, uh, like, mm-hmm. like it looked really, really good. And they obviously used some animatronics as yeah. well as the... I think this movie pioneered Go Motion. Animation. It did. Yeah. Um, 
because we were just talking about Mr. Phil Tippett. Yes, Mr. Phil Tippett, the dinosaur strangler or whatever. <laughs> dinosaur supervisor. <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, like he looked super good, well, especially for an 81 movie. And yes, the I, I, as I was saying, when he's walking through the cave, you think of stop motion and you kind of have that like jarring yeah, movement. Yeah, which they don't have it in this. This one was just pure like it yeah. when it... Because I was looking when they first have it, and it's eating the maiden, or it's mm-hmm. breathing fire on it. Like, the tail and everything, I was like, okay, it's typical 80s animation. But then it started walking, and I literally was like, holy crap, this looks amazing. Yeah. Like, we're looking at a picture from the movie. Like, it's of just him, like, just rising up. Yeah. Like, he looks so good. And he looks like a very menacing dragon. Sorry. Wyvern. Wyvern. Um, we will... It, it, they call it a dragon. We'll, we'll call it a dragon from this, from this like, moment on. This dragon, Wyvern, Vermithrax, is loved by like a lot of our fantasy authors and oh yeah, like Guillermo. It's one of his favorite dragons. Um, mm-hmm. George R. R. Martin, which you can see a lot of that in yeah. all the dragons in uh, Game of Thrones. So that like that part of it's cool. Yeah, definitely. Like looks. I can definitely see where where the love for this movie comes from. But but watching it in twenty twenty, it is incredibly dated. Um and uh, the acting is just terrible. Uh <laughs> it is. Like yeah. The the part that really broke down for me mm-hmm. and it's a part I actually enjoyed is the part where he's in the cave fighting the dragon with the spear. Like, yes. I think it looked good, like, when he kills the two young ones, and when the dragon comes up and realizes its babies are dead, and it freaks out, mm-hmm. right? Like, I really like all that. And then he's above the dragon and then jumps on the dragon. And doesn't, like, spear jump? Thank you. I was immediately like, you, dude, you need to spear jump this. Like, <laughs> it, it were, the, you're not going to get this, but I'll explain it. In... Dark Souls 3. Okay. There is... You come into this... You're in this drag... It's called the Dragon Airy. Airy. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you... You know, you see these little dragons... And there's... And you're like, okay... There's gonna be a big dragon at the end of this. Mm-hmm. So when you get to the big dragon... Which isn't at the end... Um, that's a different mm-hmm. enemy boss... That is just super hard. The Nameless King... Um, you get to this giant dragon and he, you walk into this courtyard and he lands in this courtyard and you're like, ah, that's a giant dragon. And like, if you don't play that game with a guide or anything, you are going to never kill this dragon. Because this dragon takes almost no damage when you're trying to hit it at its feet and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it'll kill you very, very quickly. But if you run around, get all the way up above it and you jump down on its head, you kill it in one stroke. Because <laughs> you can literally do... A downward strike onto its head and kill it. And I was like, oh, he's going to do that. And no. <laughs> he just jumps on and then starts stabbing it. I'm like, what are you doing? Jump on its head. Spear down. Yeah. Like a pogo stick. <laughs> there are even handles on that spear. <laughs> you could have put your feet on it. <laughs> yeah. There's that, that whole scene. It just... Parts of this movie felt like it was flowing well, and then parts of this movie just feel like it 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 stops. Mm-hmm. And that was one of them, where it's like, okay, he's, he goes in, he has that cool-looking shield made of the scales, he has his lance, 
And then it's... And then he loses the fight. And then he loses the fight and, like, runs away and gets all, like, creeped, scared out. And you're like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, even in the fight, like, he's like, I'm going in here to kill it. And then it's like, and I've lost the will to fight. And I'm going to run away. And I, it's a lot of him stumbling around, which I was like, uh, mm-hmm. Well, he's not a warrior. No. He's a, not even a sorcerer. He's a sorcerer's apprentice. So, yeah. <sighs> but, yeah. yeah. There's a lot in this that I think can be changed and made better for a remake. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, definitely, definitely. Definitely the dragon. It needs make, to make it, it a need, dragon. Needs to be yes. A make it an actual dragon. It needs to actually have more of a personality than just the menacing mm-hmm. beast. Because it doesn't really explain how do they make a pact with it. Yeah. If it doesn't talk. If it doesn't talk, and or it do they just like start offering it virgins and it just stops attacking goes, them? Yeah. Th- th- this is fine. Like that's not a pact. That's just you started sacrificing your kids to this thing. No. You know, so there's okay. I'll go in my changes. We're we're already at this point. Yeah, yeah let's I'm go going in my changes. Okay, so first change is definitely adding more personality to the dragon, mm-hmm. creating more of a backstory between the dragon and I'm having it as a queen, not a king. Okay, so I changed that, and I'll explain when we get there too. For Galen. And kind of where he is and who he is. I mean, I still want to kind of be that sorcerer. And I want him to kind of be that I'm going to defeat this evil creature. But he's not really sorcerer, no. of course. He, 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 uses, he, he uses magic, but you find out it's pretty much Ulrich's magic he's using. Mm-hmm. I like the idea, and I wish they would expand on it, that the dragon and Ulrich are pretty much... The last... The link, mm. Ulrich needs to die so that the dragon can die, because that's what he says. Yeah. Right. Oh well, I'm connected to it, so you got to break this amulet, which is weird. Which will make me explode. Yeah. Kills the <laughs> dragon. By the way, I do love the fact that the king comes out and stabs it. <laughs> and stabs it. The 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 king killer of the dragon is the king. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm I'm out of here. The princess. Is probably going to be the biggest change. The princess kind of is a weird character that just dies. Yeah, it was weird that she died. And that's what I didn't really like too much. I still would have her being attacked. And you know what? By all means, she can lose a leg. <laughs> that was kind of... Graphic? Graphic. Like, the, the, the things the are just little, eating her. The little thing just chewing off her foot. Yeah, like like oh Jesus, like that took me a little by surprise to be honest with you. But it was just so weird because it was like they built her up to be sympathetic and you know a very like the nicest of mm-hmm. the royalty to be like you know what no I'm you guys have been sacrificing and I found out my name's not in this lottery so I just put my name in mm-hmm. and it's only my name and then she dies and you're like huh like where did that go yeah. It was so weird. Yeah, I don't think I'd have her die. And having the king be like, oh, the magical amulet. I'm going to turn lead into gold. And that just seemed a little out of place, too, for me. Mm. Like, it was just kind of weird that the king 
knew of this all of a sudden, but then just gives up on it, right? Yeah. Save my daughter. He didn't save his daughter. No. So I would change kind of those aspects of it. Hmm. And then explain how this blacksmith made the weapon a little more in detail. Instead of just him having it? Just him going, yeah, by the way, I made this a while back, but, you know, never he, used he, it. He didn't make it to kill the dragon, which but I think, no one but, ever wanted to go and use it. But I think it should have been, I made this when my daughter was born. Yeah. Because I was not going to let her go. But mm -hmm. then, you know, the king's broke his leg or something like do something where it's like he got stopped and he hid the lance well the, the king probably was like no we're not going after the dragon anymore we're just gonna do this like maybe this whole thing started after yeah right like they never tell you how long this has been lasting this pact like obviously it has lasted with this king well it's with this king because the king and the way i change it because the king says my brother was the king Mm -hmm. Got his best fighters to go out kill the dragon, and none of them came back, and I yeah. became king. Yeah, I changed that to it's the queen, and it was her husband, mm. and that's why. Okay, she goes. Okay, but I made see, a pact. But instead. see that that could have been when like I had made this weapon for the mm -hmm. next incursion into the thing, but yeah. then the king was like, yeah, no, 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 we're just gonna start sacrificing girls to this thing. The ah, uh, I was gonna go with the Star Trek quote: "The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just send out. It's very different. So, leave it alone. <laughs> okay. So yes, that's how I change. Uh, the other change I was going to do is make the reveal of Valerian a little later. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. I think I think what they did they did a good job was like the first time you see it, it's yeah. just its tail and then the fire. Like you don't see no, a no. full dragon. We're talking Valerian. Oh, sorry. The the male to female. Okay. Yeah, I also wouldn't have that. That's, but I'll talk about my changes after. I would still... I mean, you can keep it, but for me, Valerian needs to be a fighter. And when they have the scene of him, uh, Galen going to save the princess, and then Tyrion, Tyron, the captain, oh, okay. comes out, I want the fight to be between the captain and Valerian. Mm -hmm. I don't want Galen to be sword fighting with this yeah. captain i want somebody else to come so Which he can run after the... me no like he that Tyrion never made sense as a character for me no like why does he kill the, the hodge the... no yeah hodge and and ulrich like does well, he not want this dragon dead he does kill Ul ulrich because ulrich tells him to no but he was going there to stop them. yeah he was going well because he's on the orders of the king but still like it doesn't make sense yeah but i would still i'd make it like my country needs to be protected. You can't kill this thing because you're an idiot. So I'm going to stop you from making an even worse decision for all of our country. Mm. But I would still have Valerian come out and be the one fighting. For for me, it's not just that. But, like, I would have Valerian... Like, when he is fighting the dragon with the spear, mm -hmm. like, there's a time where, part where he loses the shield and loses the spear. Like, that's when I would have her come in and be like, throw the spear to him or, like, attack the dragon. Like, yeah, I want her to be more of a... Uh, an important of part of this yeah. yeah like she should be the one who is like this is what we need to do like she should be the mm -hmm. one fighting the dragon he should be the one doing the sorcery she should be the one that says to her dad you need to get that lance out yeah we need to use that like yeah. it it needs yeah yeah no so, i do like how he sharpens it with magic though yeah i thought that was cool and i, I 
I would love to see a much more bigger fight between Ulrich and the dragon at the end. Yeah. Like, I think some of the things he did, I mean, that scene was just too long and it didn't. It, him just standing there? Him standing there and summoning the clouds. But see, but and, but see this is, I would like to see him actually bring clouds and lightning. This and, is where the, having the dragon talk and have a personality would come in because, like, mm-hmm. they could be like, ah, old friend. Or You've killed the rest of my kind. Not even old friend. Just like, be like, oh, it's you. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to go. Oh, it's Ulrich. Easy. Oh, you've heard of me. All of us dragons have heard of you. <laughs> like, like, I'll just be like, we're going to have this duel. Yeah. Ten paces. Ten paces. Mm-hmm. Pistols at dawn. Pachung! Yeah. So, what changes do you got going um, on? For me, I would completely take out the whole boy-girl part of it. Mm-hmm. It should just be a girl. There's no reason why... She has to not be a fighter just because she's a girl. Right? Well, there's no reason. It could literally just be, I'm going to stop this because, yeah. you know what? I've been in these draws too many times. and mm-hmm. Also, another thing I would totally change. Hmm. I'm going to get rid of the has to be a female virgin. Yeah. It should just be a 16-year-old kid. It should be between the ages of 12 yeah. to 16. Because like, let's face it. When you add the word virgin into this, mm-hmm. it becomes super creepy. It does. Like, if How the do kid, you know? The, not only that, but if the girl has to be between 12 and 16 and has to be a virgin, well, guess what I'm going to make my daughter do between the ages of 12 and 16 so she doesn't have to be in the lottery? Yep. Like, yeah. like that's no, I wrong agree with and you. super weird, right? Like, granted, thankfully, they didn't talk about that in the movie. They just dressed her up as a boy, but like... But you make it... So, yeah, I'd make it... Anywhere between, and I'm going to do it a little older just because of who I chose, but you make it any any young adult between the ages of 14 to 20. Yeah. Right? That is the sacrifice you have to make. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Male, female. Yeah. Like, it should be just It should be open. everybody. Yeah. Because, yeah, it just, it just was such a weird thing. But it's just an old plot. Oh, of, I know. It's such a fantasy thing, yeah. you know. Get the damsel in distress and has to be a virgin and all this. And you're like, mm, yeah, that needs to go. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> the one thing I found was really weird was, why does this town have a giant puddle in the middle of it that they have to keep riding through? <laughs> why not? Um, I, I, I do enjoy good parts of this movie. I do enjoy Peter McNichol's Galen. I thought he did a pretty good job with it. <laughs> like, I like the fact that he was this super nerd who mm-hmm. got confidence from being a wizard and then was like, Jesus Christ, I am not ready for this. Right? And he then was not a great then, wizard. Yeah, and then had to deal with that. And I think they did a good job mm-hmm. with that, right? And, like, where he figured out what he needed to do with the ashes. Right? And to bring back Ulrich for the, that short little the time. The Lake of Fire. I immediately, when they said Lake of Fire, I'm like, oh, I bet it's in the Dragon's Lair. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, I like when the dragon is under the water and he comes up behind him and he's like, mm. like, you know, it's cool. Like this yes. movie had a lot of really neat I'd like to see a bigger set shield. Design. <laughs> yeah. Had a lot of really neat set design, and it had a lot of really neat costumes, and the spear, or lance, whatever it was, mm-hmm. looked really cool. The shield looked awesome. Like, yeah, I I think this movie had so much potential, and was barred down from this fantasy trope story. Mm-hmm. Right? 
So, yeah. Like, so for me, like watching this, it reminded me a lot of Willow. Hold on. Reminded me a lot of Willow, but them doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, when they had these castles, they didn't look like foam and glue. They looked like castles, even because I'm going to guess mm-hmm. since they filmed it in Wales, they probably were. Like, <laughs> like it looked beautiful. The rolling hills, like, it looked mm-hmm. just, they did it right. It was This was more Excalibur than Willow. Yeah. Right? Although Excalibur did have the mirror shiny castle. But that made sense for them, <laughs> yes. right? Because they were all magically and... Yes. You know, so I love that castle. It looked so stupid. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but yeah, definitely Valyrian. Completely cha- ta- uh, take out the boy dressed up or girl dressed up as a boy part of it. Um, I think she should be more of a fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she should dress, put go, go into a dress for that one party. But like that should be the only time you see her being a dress. You know, I don't, you, she doesn't have to be all like uncomfortable with it. No. It should just be like, this is what she does. She, when she's out doing the stuff she likes doing, she dresses up inappropriate attire to be hiking. Hmm. Right. And when she's at home, she dresses like she's supposed to dress in the society. Right. But when she's out hunting and being, my, my father only had a daughter. So he taught me how to hunt. He taught me how to be a blacksmith. He taught me how to, you know, all this stuff. I never hmm. learned how to be a girl quote-unquote, which I would think is stupid. I Yeah, I agree. I think having that whole, well, I don't have her mother here, so she's just going to, I'm going to teach her to be a a guy. It's like, eh, come on, though. Like, I just, you can teach her those things, but she can also learn from the people around her. But, like, it takes a village to raise a child. Not only that, but, like, I love my dad. My dad is not a manly man. (laughs) No. But I am, I'm sorry. But, like, I still know how to do stuff. Like, he didn't mm-hmm. have to, like, do you know what I mean? Yes. He didn't teach me that I had to wear pants instead of a dress. Right? You, you but, can wear a dress but, if you really but want. But that's what I mean. Like, that's something that they always no, do in these things. It's like, well, she always wears pants because I wasn't, a, I was always a dad. But not the, a girl. Like, but they she make knows it, how to wear a dress even though she's a, like a, But they, they make it so that it was, we had to do this. You had to be a boy no, because... To save you from this lottery. But then they find out and they're like, well, she's going in the lottery now. And you're like, cool, but I would have made it like for every year she wasn't in. She gets another name in the pile. She has another name in the pile. Yeah. Or like, well, she's been lying for 15 years. You're just, you're just a sacrifice now. The punishment is you're the sacrifice. Yeah. So. And then you would have the princess say, actually, no, because my name wasn't. I'm going to volunteer as the sacrifice. Yeah. Volunteer's tribute. My volunteers tribute. Thank you, uh, Hunger okay. Games. So this movie came out June 26, 1981. Its Rotten Tomatoes score is 87% for critics and 62% for audiences. I can see why. Yes. Um, directed by Matthew Robbins. Um, the one really cool... I know you found a lot of IMDb trivia that was mm-hmm. really neat about this, but the one thing that I thought was super cool mm-hmm. was the composer, Alex North used some of his un- unused music from 2001 A Space Odyssey in this film. And I noticed it a couple of times where it was a little too, like, epic-y mm-hmm. for the movie, but I really did enjoy the music for this. Um, did you want to name some of those 
IMDb trivia things? Because you found some of them very interesting. Oh, some of them. Like, um, like we talked about, Vermithorax is Guillermo de- del Toro's favorite movie dragon. Uh, which makes sense. The guy who wrote this movie and directed it, Matthew Robbins, uh, also wrote Crimson Peak, a Guillermo del Toro movie. So I wonder if he sought him out. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, we talked next- about Phil Tippett. We did talk about Phil Tippett. Tippett did not want to use the standard stop motion, and they pretty much created go motion on this. I mean, there's a lot. They put they put a lot of effort into designing this dragon. Like, they thought about its wingspan. Wyvern. We're going to talk about it as a wyvern. It's a dragon. Just say dragon. But they thought, like, its wingspan had to be the right size for its body, which is right. Like, it needs to be massive mm-hmm. wings. And just, yeah, some of that. And... There are so many, like, 25% of the film's budget went into its special effects. Which made sense. Like, they but put the flying s- scene was terrible. The fire looked so good. And the fire well, on the lake, like, they had so much the, fire in this movie. The, the dragon fire was actual milita- military-grade yeah. flamethrowers, which <laughs> I love. Yeah. They've used that before in things, like, because yes. they look so menacing, which is one of the things why... I would never have wanted to fight in World War II. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about the full frontal nudity from the well, Disney you movie? You just mentioned it, so you might as well. We, this is the first and only Disney movie, because Disney is a part of this. Yeah. It was a combination of Disney and Miramax? Par- Paramount, Paramount. Wasn't it? Yeah. So that had full frontal nudity. Yes. Because they jumped full frontal in, male nudity. Full frontal male nudity. Yes. And side boob. Yeah. So, which I don't need to see either of them, really. No, but that's that what was, I mean. Like, that's why this—you should just cut out that, that whole that. part. Like, if you want to have the meat cute of them in the swimming naked together, that's fine. He just goes in the water and doesn't know she's there. Yeah. Right. You do it the opposite way. He's in the water. She comes in and just like doesn't realize he's there, and or, then like or just like oh, I shit. just need to swim. <laughs> she doesn't give a shit. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So. So. Okay. Shall yes. we get to the um let's the get, cast? Let's get to the cast. So I know he's not in it a lot. <laughs> but he, he is. <laughs> but because of who he is, I wanted to put uh brother Jacobs. Yes, let's go with that. Um in this list because he was played by Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> um Ian McDermott, which is this is the only other movie I've ever seen Ian McDermott in. I, I, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I can't. I can't I'm, I'm going to look with... him up right now, but like, We're gonna, oh. he is, he is, and forever will be Emperor, Emperor Palpatine. Like this, this man has made himself indispensable <laughs> for this, for, for that alone. Well, the fact that he's in, he's Six always been. Five of them. He's always been. Yeah. Palpatine. Well, not always. Well, not in Clone Wars. Yes. It would have been nice if they did him in Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I can't really... Well, I, I might have seen him in... Oh, Sleepy he was Hollow? in the Sleepy Hollow movie. Yeah. Oh, so I have seen him in a different movie. I just didn't know it was him. Yeah. I, so. I mean, he's probably in a lot of English... Looks like English TV shows. Mm-hmm. He's in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. That's Professor Levi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah. For me, he is—he is the boss of the Sith. He is the Sith Lord, right? 
Darth Sidious. Oh. Yeah. Darth Sidious. That's Darth right. Sidious. Yeah. Um, this is one of the things I've always always had arguments about this with people. He is the villain of the Star Wars movies. Vader is a henchman. Yes. Like, which always really, especially after watching like the Clone Wars and watching like the the Rebels? prequels. No, I haven't watched Rebels yet. Rebels is good. I know. Um, but it always bugged me because it's like Vader wanted to be a Jedi Master. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry. Anakin wanted to be a Jedi Master. Yes. He wanted the rank. He wanted that title. Instead, he became the Sith Apprentice, and that's all he was. He was never a Master. He was never the Sith no. Master because there's no. only ever one. But it's like, really? You, you gave up being a Jedi to be Palpatine's bitch? Yeah. Not to mention, though, he is pretty badass when and it comes to... And then Moff Tarkin's bitch for a while. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Yeah. Damn, Ahsoka should have been there. Should have been him. there. <laughs> but, no, like, I, I think he did a good job in this movie. Like, he was mm-hmm. had the right amount of ego but fear, right? Because he was trying... He was he the was religious the, guy, right? Yeah, he was trying he was, to be the God-fearing man that, you yeah. know, you can't harm me. I am a member of God! I'm being burned alive. <laughs> now Falls I know how Darth Vader feels. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, this was after. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh. All right. Okay. Who did you have as your brother, Jacobus? Jacobus. I wanted somebody that was. Can play the really. I don't know. I don't want to say the ego guy, but like the really uh, formal person. Because a lot of these are villagers. So not the intelli- most intelligent of people mm-hmm. in medieval fantasy. I want David Hyde Pierce. Okay. Niles Crane. Well, Niles Crane. David Hyde Pierce is amazing. Oh, God, yeah. And, I mean, he can also play a lot of... He plays a lot of comedy. But I could just totally see him in this role as, you know, the priest that's out... Or the brother that's priest that's out to you know save this village but like is so ignorant of what this beast is mm-hmm. and what it does just thinks it as thinks of it as, as this, a beast as a beast from the devil yeah where it's not it's just an it's, super intelligent like it's an intelligent creature yeah. that's just coming to the end of its life and wants to protect its offspring because it's the last of it so it's super aggressive but doesn't understand it and doesn't want to understand it of course right that's always how it's is it the last well, they don't really kind talk of talks about, about he talks about how it's there, there used, used to be, to be dotted like, throughout yeah, the sky, there but there used to be lots of them, just as many as there were sorcerers, and or it kind of talks about him being the last. Yeah, they always okay. We're gonna go into Dragonheart a little bit on this too. We'll talk about this on that episode <sighs> as well. But like they always do that in these movies. Smog was the last dragon too. Like it's always the last dragon in Game of Thrones. There were no dragons. There were no dragons until the three, right? Yeah. Like, I want to see a movie where there's hundreds of dragons and so, there's a society of dragons, not like Reign of Fire where no, they're just. I the, had to I villain. had to look this up because there's a series that when I was in high school I started getting really into and I wish I get back into it because it's a lot. It's called Dragonlance. It's a series Is that it a book. It's a series of books. Okay, that's yes. So it's the 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 Dragonlance series and it's was made. Because people play D&D. So it's built like D&D Adventures, which is, you'd probably actually enjoy it. 
But it's all about not a great reader. No, and like I know, but it's all about yeah. you know this party that goes out and they come across all these different types of dragons too. Mm-hmm. So there's like the black dragons, the copper dragons. Like there are good dragons and evil, but they're Just all like super intelligent. Yeah, and they all like. And the idea is, of course, they forge dragon lances and they have literally the gods fighting amongst themselves. And the, hmm. um, oh, what's her name? The evil god is literally a co- all colors and no colors dragon. It's like a five-headed dragon. Okay. So it's like, that's kind of the society that, yeah, yeah. I'd love I, I, to see those. Yeah, I want to see this dragon society that they've always talked about. Like, <laughs> even in Dragonheart, they talk about how the dragons would sit behind King Arthur. Like, they would be part mm-hmm. of, like... They're a part of the court. Yeah. So, yeah. And I... I love Dragonheart. And so we'll, when we talk about it, uh, we'll get into more. But I love the fact that he's super intelligent. And yet, they explain, like, you know, he's... He has shared a part of his heart, mm-hmm. huh, Dragonheart, with this king. And, like, that's kind of his regret in life. Mm. That I love... That's probably one of the best done dragons in terms of intelligence. Yeah, in terms like, it of, looks terrible. It, it doesn't look yeah. as great. Anyway. Who'd you have for Brother Jacobs? Um, Jacobus. I had Thomas Lennon. Okay. Like, I know he's more of a funny guy, yep. but he does do a lot of these small parts where he is more serious. Um, he, he, um, he does, like when he was... Batman's Doctor in The Dark Knight Rises, stuff like that. Yeah. He does a lot of those little parts, and I think yeah. this would be great for him like that. Because, like, I think that when he does, when he's doing that fear and stuff, he could do pull that off yes. really well. Yeah. Sorry. Um, you mentioned something a second ago, and I can't remember what it was. Dragonheart? Was... No, no, no. Oh, dang it. About dragons? Yeah, we talk about dragon about dragons. Anyway, maybe I'll get back to it. How they share the, her hearts with... <laughs> No. How their intelligence, their no. societies. Just, just leave it. Copper dragons. On. Let's move on. Um, to Princess Elsbeth. Elsbeth. Uh, originally played by Chloe Salomon. Salomon. Um, yeah, I think she should survive. I think she should survive. I think she should be scarred or, like I said, lose a leg yeah. or an arm. I think there should be a little bit more of a story of her finding out. Because there's just Galen going, everybody knows about this thing I just heard about yeah. this morning, and yeah. your name's never in the lottery, and none <laughs> of the, and it should be a literal going back and looking in the records, and then going to like the the people that hold the the, the tiles, the tiles, and being like, where's well, my she, name? Because she had to get the tiles made with yeah. her name on them, right? And be like, where's my name? And be like, what do you mean, princess? Be like, no, where's my name in the You're last lot? You've never been in this, like. And it should be literally like a threat to. And then be like, you need to put my name. I want every tile. Yeah. And if you tell my father, mother, I got a mother. If you tell the, the ruler. The ruler, yeah. I'm going to have you beheaded. <laughs> no, but she should survive. Yeah. No. And I think that should be more of why the king just lets Galen go at the end. King, ruler, whatever. Yeah. Let's him go. Because it's like, well, you did save my daughter. Mm-hmm. But, and you killed the dragon. But get out of my kingdom because I killed the dragon. Yeah. Huh. You're not the hero. I'm, I'm the not going to pay you. <laughs> so. Who's your Princess Elspeth? Um, I picked Odea Rush. 
I don't know if you know her. She was really, really good in a movie called Lady Bird, starring Saoirse mm-hmm. Ronan. Uh, but you might... Did you see the Goosebumps movie? Uh, no. Oh, okay. She was Arl Stein's quote-unquote daughter. Yeah. Uh, ghost daughter. Ghost uh, daughter. Spoiler alert. Um, Not ghost dad? No. No. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> we should remake that movie one day. <laughs> Who thought it would be scary to have Bill Cosby able to walk in any room he could? <laughs> um, no, she's a, she's a very, very talented actress, but it, it's not the reason why I picked her. I picked her because of how she looks, and I know this sounds terrible, but she does look, because of like her eyes and her mm-hmm. facial features, she looks very regal. <laughs> um, so I wanted this, because I want, I want there to be way more of a discrepancy in how the king and the court dress and look compared to the peasants mm-hmm. who always will look like peasants. So you can't really change how they, no. they clothe. Um, but I want super like colorful outfits and yeah. I want them to look super rich because people have been paying him for years to keep their kids out of the lottery. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Makes so. sense. I, Literally went with the per- the other person you just said. Oh, Sersha? Sersha Ronan. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before. We, I think... She is one of the in- most incredibly talented actresses, yeah. younger actresses of today. Yes. Yeah. And she has that regal look to her. Are you going to keep her incredibly awesome Irish accent? Sure, why not? She's... Although it depends upon whether or not my, my <laughs> queen can pull off that, that accent, but... Yeah. But yes, she's she's an incredible actress. Uh, I think for this part, you want that strong female actress. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want just the damsel in distress. Like, the fact that this person is literally offering their life this time around to save the kingdom. Like, yeah. to me, it just sucked that she dies. And you're like, oh, well, we forgot about her. Away we go. Like, I want this to either be... And I want her to survive. I'd rather have her survive and be oh. like, the, that's why the village still lug, loves the royalty. Mm-hmm. Probably... But, but she should survive and like challenge the king after this. It's like, yeah. you let this happen. Like, I yeah. want to dethrone you. Because or... I don't like the fact at the end where the king just walks up and stabs the heart. I don't just... mind that, though. Because yeah. I don't mind that being like, look at me, everybody. But, but, that, then, but then that have the village but be like. But that should be the, the princess then. What? That should be the princess. Who no. walks up and stabs the heart and is I'd like, say you have the king and be like, look at me. And you just have the villagers going, no. Boo. Yeah. Boo. And then you have. Boo. <laughs> but then you'd have them be like, start chanting Elspeth name yeah. instead and being like, we yeah. need to. And then you just have the king have go. Have like hobble out in a crutch. Yeah. <laughs> or you have like just the royalty going, I'm going to resign. Here you go. <laughs> or just like get back into his carriage and ride yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. He should be ashamed. Yes. Of what he's doing instead of them cheering for it. But I think you, I, I did like that, though, in this movie. Because it's like, that's the whole reason Galen and Valerian leave, too. It's because they're like, yeah, this is the type of society that they're that these people are living in. It's super religious because you have yeah. the religion aspect come up. And then you have the king who's just like, I am mightier than all. Mm-hmm. Even though the dragon's it's guts are spilled. Very, very dead. Everywhere. Loved that, by the way. Thought that practically was looked so, so good. Yes. Um, I didn't mention this when I was talking about changes, but for me, I'm going with full CGI dragon. 
I think the way they do CGI nowadays, Smog looked so good. Mm-hmm. I think you can do it. I think. I think you you put the right amount of money into it. You but can do Game it. of Thrones dragons look. Oh yeah, yeah. They're all wyverns. They looked good, mm-hmm. right? And I think yeah, you throw enough money. I think you can go a mixture, practical mm. CGI, but I think you could do a totally yeah. well Like, done. I know I'm normally practical effects all the way kind of guy, but mm-hmm. stuff like this, you just kind of need it. Especially if it talks. Yeah. Because so. then you need the right facial. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Anyway. Let's move on. Oh, excuse me. Let's move on to Hodge. Hodge. Uh, played by Sidney Bromley. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go first. Yes, because yes. Sir was last. Go ahead. I went with Julian Glover. Who's that? Uh, you should know him from The Last Crusade. He played Walter Donovan. Oh, okay. He's also Grand Maester Pycelle in yes, uh, yes, yes. Game of Thrones. He's yes. the old guy. Yeah. But he played the... No, he wasn't the German guy in The Last Crusade. He, he, he played the... He was the Nazi sympathizer. Yes. So, but yes, Grandmaster Pycelle from Game of Thrones. Okay. I just wanted that old, mm-hmm. compared to Ulrich, who's probably actually the same age as this guy, but I wanted that, the old looking servant. Yeah. It sounds weird, mm-hmm. but like, that's what I wanted for this. So, I, went, I went a little different. Still, yeah. I kind of want, you know, the beard, like mm-hmm. the old person beard and everything, but uh, um, I kind of wanted more of the, like... The servants from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I wanted those types of, like... If you're going to say Alan Tudyk. No, Alan no, no. Tudyk. <laughs> um, I want that kind of... I want the, him to be a little funnier. Yes. I want him to joke. I want him to tease Galen. I want him to, you know, mm-hmm. talk shitty about Ulrich. Because he does. He's yeah. like, hey, he's not that great of a master. Can you boil his own damn eggs? <laughs> like, so, yeah. I am... Um, I picked Steven Tobolowski. Do you know who you that guy? Oh yeah, yeah, I know him. So he most people know him from Groundhog Day, um, <laughs> but he's been in so many other things. Um, uh, yeah, he's just been such a. Uh, he was Ned Ryerson, I think, in Groundhog Day. Um, but yeah, he was. Hey Ned. <laughs> Because yeah, he's the the old friend he runs into every day. Every day. Right after stepping into the puddle or something like yes. that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just, he's always been one of those great comedic character actors. So this is kind of perfect for that. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, now we're just going to go with Valerian's father, who doesn't get a name. Um, which is super weird. But whatever. He's, was, he's the blacksmith. Because he's also the blacksmith. Like, they doesn't give him a name. But whatever. Um, he was originally played by Emerus James. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess it's me you're, first. You're up first. So, I picked somebody who I had seen in fantasy things previous. Mm-hmm. And we kind of already mentioned one of the movies he's already been in. Um, I picked Sam Neill. Okay, good. I thought you were going to pick the guy I picked. <laughs> Because uh, we talked about Jurassic Park, right? Ah, uh, yes. Um, I picked Samuel, but not because of his role as Dr. Alan Grant, but because of his role as Merlin. Did you ever see the miniseries on TV from the late 90s called Merlin? Are you talking about the BBC one? 
Mm, What's called Merlin? No, he was not that. That was a young person in a yeah. show. No, like this was a miniseries. Okay, and it was about Merlin growing up and becoming old King Arthur, mm-hmm. Ulrich, all that stuff. Like it was really, really well done, and it was Sam Neill as Merlin. Hmm. Uh, no, I, I yeah can't recall. It's very, very well done, and because of that, because of that movie or that whatever miniseries and Jurassic Park and Event Horizon, which still scares me. Movie's freaky as shit. Um, those are the reasons why I've always liked Sam Neill. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good reasons. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I went... Somebody who's actually, funny enough, coming up in one of our movies. And I realized it after I picked him. Um, but I wanted somebody that was like... I don't know. Not that the typical blacksmith-looking guy, but like... He's very, like, you look at him and you'd be like, okay, he can crack these things and makes this amazing stuff. I went with David Thewlis. Thewlis? Speaking of Dragonheart. Dragonheart. <laughs> and I always actually completely forgot. He was Ares in Wonder Woman. He was Professor Lupin. He's Professor Lupin. And mm-hmm. that was more of why I went with him. Because yeah. he played a pretty good version of Lupin. At least movie version. Yeah, I thought he did a good job. Like... If we ever, because we've talked about it many times, doing a recast mm-hmm. and ranking of this of the Harry Potter films, mm-hmm. but I am against it because I absolutely yes, despise know, know. most of the Harry Potter films. Um, but I think he did mostly because of their differences from the books. Mm-hmm. But um, I think he did a good job as Lupin. Mm-hmm. H- him, 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 and Alan Rickman. Oh, well. and like, um. McGonagall. Oh, uh, oh. From, Why from, can I not think of from her? the teacher perspective? From the te- thank you. From the teacher perspective, I thought they they nailed those. they nailed it. And I, even from the kids, like they nailed yeah. those characterizations of those kids it's and those actors. Like Lockhart. Yeah, I think Lockhart they did such great. a good job yeah. with that. It's so disappointing that they didn't get the yeah. stories right. I know. Anyway, but yes, David Thule is a great actor. He's a great actor. Yeah. I'd like to see him as his release and. One of the things that actually came up when I was thinking about this is his role in, um, what is that movie called? I don't know. Wow. Omen? Orlando Bloom. The Kingdom uh, of Heaven. Yes. Thank you. Because he <laughs> plays like the priesty guy, right? Yeah. yeah. And I thought that would be, like, I love him in do that. You, do you know who the leprous brother is in that movie? Uh, Edward Norton? No. The other one. Oh, no. Uh, Gary Oldman? Oh. <laughs> The one you don't see in the entire movie? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure that's who it is. Anyway. Moving on. Casadorius Rex. Casadorius Rex. The king. The ruler. Let's go with that. The ruler. Played by Peter Airy. I hope that's how you pronounce that. I recognize that name from somewhere. Do you want to look him up? Look him up. Well, talk about who you're going to, how you're going to change it. Let me talk about this. So I'm changing it, like I said. Um, where do I know him from? Well, he was in Dragon's Lair, and he was in from. <laughs> thank you. He's from Hell. Yeah, Lord Halsman. Uh, I can't remember what I actually remember him from. I'll scroll through. Just talk. Yeah. So, anyways, for him or for the ruler, as I said, I want a queen. I want it to be that the king was this great knight. <laughs> he was in the Merlin thing. I liked. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Who do you play in there? Um. He played mm-hmm. physician, something like that. Okay. Chief physician. Chief physician. <laughs> in part two and part one. Yeah. 
So I wanted it to be that the king was gathered all his great knights, which is also to explain where uh, Tyron, the the chief, because he's kind of a cowardly character in mind, mm-hmm. where the king you know went out to fight this dragon and lost. And so it's the queen who goes out and makes the deal and says, you know what? How about this? Every six months? I don't know how often they do the lotto. But we will send you somebody you can just eat. Yeah. And like the queen's like, I'm not going to do what the king did and try to just kill this thing. We will, I'm gonna make we will it, live with you. Because I want this kingdom to survive and I want my daughter to grow up and all this. <sighs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I went with Julianne Moore. She's great. She is great. Yeah. And I'd love to see her in this kind of evil, queenish role, but she's still trying to protect her family. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Julianne Moore. Yeah, did you Don't ever know if she can do an Irish accent, though. <laughs> she might be able to. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see The Seventh Seal? Is that... With Jeff Bridges? No. Oh. Uh. She, uh, was, that the, was, the she one... was the evil witch in that movie. Wasn't that the Seventh Son? Seventh Son, thank you. Because Seventh Seal is something different. Yes, it is. I think that's a very different film. That was the one that was like supposed to come out forever and then just went like yeah. straight to DVD. Yeah, and, and never it saw still it. had... A, and like I always thought it was funny because I remember watching it because yeah. like it had Jeff Bridges, Julianne Moore, mm-hmm. and Kit Harington on the poster. The, yeah. the names. Yeah. But Kit Harington dies very, very early in the movie and it's not about him. It's about... The main character is Boyd something for the guy from Punisher, yeah. who plays Jigsaw, the Punisher TV show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but he obviously wasn't a name, and Kit Harrington was like, oh, it's Game of Thrones. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I couldn't find anything where you thought he might. No. He might, but, yeah. I think it's just the name. I think it, I'm confusing him with somebody else. Um, for me, I, um, I picked Richard Schiff. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I wanted like I think Richard Schiff is a great goes a great character actor, <laughs> um, um, who has that kind of like nerdy, skeezy, mm-hmm. cowardly qualities, which I kind of want from this character. Yes, I want him to be a coward. Mm-hmm. I don't like I I want him to like when Valerian no when when Galen presses him and like I kind of want him to back away like I don't mm-hmm. want him to be a good king I want him no. to be a bad king, right? Like yeah. as you can tell, like as I said, like I want this this have a dramatic shift from he's rich and doing this to get money and protecting mm-hmm. his daughter and he's letting his entire civilization Kingdom. fear this dragon and this lottery. So. Let, me, let me pose something for your film. Because you could totally make it. This is a way for the king to get richer. Yeah. Because it's literally, you know what? Instead of it being on protecting the kingdom, you know what? I can hold this lottery. We'll make it a Cree. Has to happen. But, you know, if you pay me something, I'll keep your... your keep your name out. Your daughter's name out. Yeah. for, Or your daughter or your son's your name out. For that, like, six to eight years... Whatever well, no, in I think between. if you really wanted to do it, it'd be like, do you want your kid's name out of this lottery? Yeah. Pay me this amount of no, money. No, but that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, every time the lotto comes up, yeah. and say it comes up twice a year, like, you need to pay this to keep yeah. it out. Yeah. But also tax the poor, because you're a terrible king. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, you gotta tax the poor. Jeez. So, yeah. Richard Schiff. Um, so, next, we have uh, Tyrion, John, played by John Hellman, which... 
again, I, I'd change this a little bit. Um, I would keep it because of the fact that I want the corruption of the king to be more present in the movie. Mm-hmm. I would change it that he's working for the king. And he is, because he's doing these things for the king, his kid gets kept out of the lottery. Yeah. Right? Makes sense. Because then it would give this character a little more, like, reason to be. Because he just doesn't have a reason. Yeah. Right? I'll, I'll talk about mine when I go, but you're up first. He's, he's kind of like, um, remember in Lady Hawk, that hunter that was tracking the wolf? Yes. That just kind of showed up and then it disappeared. Yes. Like, it didn't really have a point to be there, right? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is kind of reminded me of that. Anyway. Oh, Lady Hawk. Um, I picked Sam Witwer. Do you know who that is? No. So, he is Probably. most mostly, I don't wouldn't say this, but he is, for me, mostly a video game actor. But okay. he is an actor on TV shows and stuff like that as well. Um, but he recently did uh, Deacon St. John from Days Gone. Uh, he was also Starkiller in the two Force Awakens games. Mm. Um, he's a very, very, very talented motion capture and voice actor. Um, but he also has that kind of gruff look about him that I think would work for this part um, where he is just kind of mean for being mean. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Right. Uh, who did you have? So... Like I said, I, I, I changed this character as well. I made it more of the fact that, like, the king takes all of his guards that he trusts. And so we're left with this guy, and everyone dies, and so he gets essentially promoted, and he's in cahoots with the queen. Ooh, cahoots. Cahoots. We like the cahoots word. No, but, like, he res- he is a bit of a coward in the sense that he didn't go fight for the king and people kind of talk about him, but he's like out to prove that I'm here for the, the country mm-hmm. and I can do better like this queen is. But it's all about, you know, following the queen's wishes. So when it's, I don't want this dragon dead mm-hmm. because I don't think they can actually kill it. That's why he's like, I'm going to go out and make sure because I can't fight the dragon. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But I can kill this little kid that's, or this kid that thinks he can. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I went with Martin Sakosis. Sakos. Um, I know him from um, Into the Badlands. He plays Quinn. Okay. You will probably recognize him. He plays a lot of bad guys. He was Jack Bartz in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Okay. Uh, that was a great movie, by the way. Um, he's... I mean, it might be typecasting him. He has that very villainous look to him. What's what's his last name? Uh, C S O K A S. You probably must have spelled Martin wrong. Oh, it's an O, not Martin. It's Marton. Um, he's been in a lot of things too, but he he's plays a very good henchman and kind of bad guy. guy. Yeah, that guy. Got it. So I. You know, give him the armor, give him the gruffness. Oh, yeah. And I know he can do action because, yeah, he does a lot of it. And he plays a really, a really good, insane kind of guy in Into the Badlands. Yes, so, he does. Yeah. Martin okay. Um Ulrich. Ulrich. 
our Ulrich von Lichtenstein. Yes. Uh, our, from a really good fantasy type movie. We already did that one. I know. Yeah. The feel good sports <laughs> jousting movie. <laughs> um, originally played by Ralph Richardson. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would have the ending changed. I don't know how I would change it. I just don't like the fact that he... I like the fact that he had to die to kill the dragon. Mm-hmm. But it was just such a weird way of doing it. Like, <laughs> I, I would change... So I would... Of course. I would change it. And I, I'm making the link that... These are two magical beings. Yes. And he, I would have it in the beginning where he's talking about, you know, magic's dying. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no more real sorcerers. I'm the last one in the region. You know, the only way you can really kill a dragon is is you know magic. through magic and we have this link right mm-hmm. we're the last two of our like let's just make it the yeah. trope we're the last two of our kind the only way one of us is really going to go out is if the other goes out and i would make the whole story like if the dragon kills me the dragon's gonna pretty much be around forever and you guys aren't gonna have a lot of a chance unless mm-hmm. you take it out so but i'd also do it more like he offers that he's going to use his life to mm-hmm. take out the dragon yeah and I would have a much, and like you said, I'd have a, a big conversation between the two when he's standing on the top of the rock and, you know, it's like, all right, Ver, Vermithrax, you know, yeah. it's time. Me and you are done for this world. Let's move on to the next. Mm. And Vermithrax goes, hell no, I'm going to keep going. And yeah, this is my world. This is mine. And have a fight, have flames shooting out, have him calling lightning, like just have an awesome wizard dragon fight. Wizard duel. One of the things, and we talked about Harry Potter, one of the things I love in it is the fight between Dumbledore and uh, he who should not be named. Voldemort, let's just name him. He who should not be named. Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. (laughs) That fight between the two where it's like we pull out water, we pull out the fire snake. Like that fight was amazing to yeah. me. That's what I wish I had in in um, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the fight between the two sorcerers or yeah. wizards mm-hmm. was just I'm throwing you around a room. Hurrah! It was a different kind of magic. I know, movie. I know, but, yes, but I, I wish agree. the fight between. I want to see the spectacular because yeah. this is the the end, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and Ulrich's supposed to be this great wizard. Like, I want to see this. Yeah. Having said that, who do you have? I went with Christopher Lloyd. Okay. I want the kind of eccentric old, oh, and Christopher Lloyd, he's up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And we haven't seen him in a lot of things recently, but he's still around. But, like, I want him to be that, you know, old eccentric wizard living in this castle with his servant man and who's super old, too. Mm-hmm. And this young kid who he's training. And like, yeah, he doesn't have to be in it long. But I think you could have a really good character from him. I like Christopher Lloyd. I do too. He's great. Lloyd. It's two L's. Yes. It is two L's. <laughs> who would you have? Um, I went with Helen Mirren. Okay. Speaking of Excalibur. <sighs> um, she kind of played this role in Tempest. I haven't seen Tempest. Tempest is no, a, no, I know the, the Shakespeare. Story. Yeah, yeah. She played Prosper. No, Prospero? Prospero? She played the... The wizard. The wizard, who was supposed to be male in the original, but they were like, no, nah, it's Helen Mirren. And I'm like, I give it to you. 
I just think she's she's just amazing, and I think yeah. she likes this kind of stuff, which is one of the things I actually kind of had a hard time with this movie mm. was like, well, this person is an older person, but I do not see this person as a fantasy type movie guy. No, right? Like, Although they, I did like the king. Like the king looked true, but like this is just an example. You would never see Clint Eastwood playing Ulrich. No, why not? But like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just can't see him no. doing a fantasy type role. Um, but for her, for her, I just think she's just spectacular. She would get into it, uh, and she, yeah, she would totally get into it, and she would have this awesome. She would be able to do because she's old, but not no. too old to be able to do like that. The what we want her to have at the end of this movie mm-hmm. with the dragon. So, yeah. 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 Okay. Moving on. Our last two characters. Uh, Valerian. Mm-hmm. Originally played by Catelyn. Caitlin. Caitlin. Sorry. Caitlin Clark. Clark. Um, I think she did a good job. I think she was a good character. Mm-hmm. Did you see her in something else? Is that why? I'm going to look it up while you're talking. Okay. It's fine. I, I think she did a pretty good job as Valerian. Um, as much as anybody else did a good job in this movie. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so this is my turn to go first. Ah, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> She's in Crocodile Dundee. Okay, cool. Because everyone loved those movies. I loved those movies. <laughs> and she was in Law and Order. Okay. Okay, keep going. Um, I went with Logan Browning. You okay. probably don't know her. Um, I only know her from one movie called The Perfection. Okay. Uh, horror movie on Netflix. She did such a good job as kind of this horror movie victim yet not victim it gets kind of twisty near the end um but yeah she i think people who can play really really good parts in horror films tend to be really really good actors in general yeah because it just takes so much to do that kind of emotion right true um so yeah i think she's really really good and i think because she played in the in the perfection anyway she played such a strong character that I think fits for this part. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Who do you have? I oh, with Naomi Scott. Okay. We've used her quite a bit. I haven't. <laughs> you have. <laughs> I, I looked it up. We. I said we. I don't think I've used her that much. I'll look it up that look later. But she's. I know I've used a, her at least twice, yeah, so I didn't want to. She's a great actress. Yeah. And. As much as I love the original Aladdin, she did a good job as Jasmine. She was great in Power Rangers. You should see Charlie's Angel. It's not as bad as you think it is. It's not no, as I know. You think it is. I, I just <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's one of the ones that yeah, there's other movies I'd rather watch, but I'll probably oh, watch yeah. it at some point. Definitely. Um, but I think she's she's a great actress, and she can do this this role. I think justice. Like she, meh, never mind. She can. You'll find out in a moment. Now I got off track. She could totally do this role, and I want her to be a fighter. I want her to be training, like her. So her, she has a blacksmith father. Yeah, he's been making her weapons, and they have to hide them from, of course, the yeah, guards. See, I, I think that's the thing they should be hiding is the fact mm. that she's been training to kill a dragon. Yeah. He's training her because he's like, no, this needs to stop. Yeah. And so. yeah, so I think you you totally they, have. So it. when they find out about Ulrich, they go, "Okay, you need to go find this guy because yeah. he will help you." Yeah. Right. So. So yeah, Naomi Scott. Sounds good. 
Okay, last but not least, Galen, played by Peter McNichol. Who doesn't want to be known as playing Galen. As playing Galen. Um, the Upper West Side. So, yes. Peter McNichol, for me, is two different parts. He is um, Ghostbusters 2. Yes. Whose character's name I cannot remember for some reason. <laughs> and uh, he is Allie McBeal. Oh, yeah. He is her boss lawyer who is super weird. Um, but, mm-hmm. like, for, for me, those two parts, like, he's definitely been in lots and lots of other things. Yeah. But, like, for me, it's those two things um, that I have really enjoyed him in. I'm scrolling down to find Ghostbusters, too, because I want to know the character's name. Uh, um, Jansov. <laughs> Dr. Jansov Poha. Where are you from? <laughs> the Upper West Side. Yes, he has some great lines. No, no, this is Vigo. <laughs> he is so good. Um, he, he does very well. Yeah, so. Oh, Adam Stanley values. Yes. He's one of the counselors. He's one of the counselors, yeah. Yes, he is. Oh, Dracula Dead and Loving It is where I'd remember. Was he, he, he was Renfield? Yep. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. It is. It depends on whether or not you like Leslie Nielsen movies. Okay. But it's also Mel Brooks. No, I know. Yeah. And it has some of the stupidest but great... Like, if you love um, Bram Stoker's Bram Stoker's Dracula and you'd r- like to see a good parody, that is the best. <laughs> I do enjoy Bram Stoker's And movie. I do enjoy Mel Brooks, so I love that movie. Okay. Who do you have as Galen? So I was last, laughing because I literally said his name. I want Justice Smith. Okay. Because stupid me was rewatching Detective Pikachu not that long ago, and I was like, you know what, this this kid is really good. I've used him a couple of times. Yeah, I see you have. Um, but yeah, I influenced by what we watch, of course, oh, when we're picking things. Yeah. So I was rewatching it, and I'm like, he could totally play this character. This is like Galen is not really full of himself. He's kind of he doubts himself and doubts what's going on. But then he's like, well, I'm going to take up the quest and I'm going to get this done. Mm-hmm. And so I think having this this character there that thinks he can do it and wants to do it and wants to show the world, but realizes, actually, I can't quite do what's going on. We can't just kill the dragon by stabbing it. At least have the stupid lance jump. Come on. If you're going to jump on the dragon, don't jump and then try to stab yeah. it. Where's the force in that? <laughs> Idiot. Yeah. But yeah, I think Justice Smith is a, a great actor. So, um, for me, because of all the things you just said, um, I went with Tom Holland. Yeah, I you thought know, of Tom Holland because his because of how he plays Spider Man. Like he plays him as this. I am confident. I am really not confident. I am way over my head in this. Yeah. Like he has all that, which like I normally. I normally try. And we got Mysterio. Yeah, I normally try and watch these movies straight through without thinking about other people for these roles because mm-hmm. if I do that, then I start forgetting bits and pieces or like losing out on performance stuff. But that's just a me thing. Um, but for this, halfway through, I was just like, Tom Holland should play this part. Yeah. Right. Because of like. How he was acting when he was all cocky and stuff. And then he's like, I am way over my head. Like, because when he tries to pull the rock down yeah. and just pull the rock down and the whole mountainside collapses, like, it's, it's like, 
what did Whoops. I do? <laughs> like, like it's that kind of stuff where it's like, you know, he mm-hmm. is good at that right yeah. now. And thing is, let him use his accent. Yeah. Right. It's medieval times. When in medieval times, do you think of England? Yeah. Or of Europe? Of course. So. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Holland. I know it's a little bit typecasty, but. Yeah. Whatever. Let's hope he does a better job with Nathan Drake. Okay. I was going to say, he, he kind of played this role in, um, uh, what's the, Onwards, the Pixar movie? Yeah, kind of. He was a little more awkward in that one. Yes. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to him being Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll so. see how it goes. All right. Well, that was Dragon Slayer. That was Dragon Slayer. I was about to say Dragon's Heart, but that's coming up later this month. Yes. I like Fantasy Month. Yes, Fantasy Month is good. Fantasy Month so, is also long. We've got five movies in Fantasy Month. Which is not a bad thing. Okay. So, where can they find us? You can find us on uh, Facebook and Twitter. On Facebook, we are at Recasted Podcast. And uh, Twitter, we are at Recasted Pod. Please do contact us. We like it when you guys talk to us. Uh, we'd like it if anybody talked to us. Um, Make it seem like they actually talked to us. Uh, we are also trying to migrate our podcast from one service to another so bear with us if something goes up late or something like that um or if we have to completely resubscribe to something else we apologize we are trying we're on our way yeah we'll get there uh chris where can they find you cannot comic guy store on etsy find all the comic book boxes and tables and everything you need and want in life Come check it out. At least have a look at it. Um, instead of doing our typical ending, do you want to sing the next movie? <laughs> I don't think I could actually remember. Okay. Remember it. Let's so. do our typical ending then. <laughs> all right. Well, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch The NeverEnding Story.